up witches welcome to my show i am super excited to announce the launch of my official patreon account by supporting me if you love my show or enjoying sup witches you can have the chance to become an active participant in my creative process as a member you receive exclusive content community access behind the scenes updates and the pride of fueling work that matters to all of the witches community from the most basic level as a basic witch all the way up to an enlightened master. I give you different opportunities to work with me one-on-one -on -one and become more intimate in the sub witches community. I will link the content in the show notes to check out my Patreon account and I hope you will consider supporting the show. Have a wicked day. everyone. Welcome to Sup Witches. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Welcome to today's episode. If it is your first time joining Sup Witches, you are in for an interesting episode because I wasn't even planning on recording this today. I honestly just felt like I needed to do something with my time. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Mercury in retrograde and how that impacts our mood. For me specifically, I've been going through a depressive episode, so times have been really hard. I already feel like I'm going to cry recording this episode, hashtag cancer. Um, but let's talk about Mercury in retrograde today. And we're also going to be talking about mental health stuff. Um, so trigger warning, may or may not talk about traumatic events in this episode, depending on how I feel about it and suicidal ideation. So please just proceed with caution. And as with any episode, I always encourage y'all to practice self-care before, during, and after each episode, because I tend to talk about very deep things that could be troubling to some. So if anything does not resonate with you, feel free to shut me off at any time. We are here to have fun. We are here to connect. We are not here to get a fucking panic attack. Um, I speak for myself. So let's get into today's episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please support me on Patreon. Check out my different offers I have for working one-on-one -on -one with me. Like, rate, subscribe, and share. And I will talk to you in a second. Welcome, my witches. What's up? I want to start today's episode by first taking a nice, deep, big, juicy breath in. And let that shit, let it go. All right, so how are we doing today? I feel like I'm struggling. It's only minute one. We got this. We're going to make it through together. I hope everyone had a nice Valentine's Day. My Valentine's Day was awesome. I am so grateful to have a loving, supportive, amazing, divine, beautiful partner in my life. Nick, if you're listening, I love you so much. I hope everyone didn't feel lonely on Valentine's Day. I remember growing up when I was 14, 16, 18, feeling so alone on Valentine's Day, feeling forgotten and kind of hating the world and being forced to say, oh, I'm so happily single when I wasn't happily single. So I, my wish for you, and I'm praying for you that if you are single, you find some solace in it. There's so many beautiful benefits to being single as well as 
benefits to being in a relationship. So I know I said I was going to talk about Mercury in retrograde this episode, which I will in a second, but I'm kind of letting my channeling take the floor. I don't have anywhere specific where I want to go with today's episode. So I think I'm going to just make a note um, to talk about why you should enjoy being single if you are single. Um, And I'll make this short because I always tend to get off track. But I remember hating, absolutely, I mean, hating being single. And it's so interesting because I hear from a couple of my girlfriends who are single who are so eagerly, I don't want to use the word desperately because for some reason that just feels not kind and somewhat disrespectful and judgmental, but they're very much eagerly seeking to get into a relationship. And there's always those people, I don't think I was ever one of those people, and this is not to pass judgment on these people, but that are relationship hoppers. As soon as their relationship ends, the next day they're on Tinder or going on dates because they are so uncomfortable being alone. For me, and it's not to say one is better than the other, but for me it's kind of the opposite where many of my relationships I felt historically smothered and trapped And it's like when I broke out of that metaphorical cage, so to speak, I felt so free that I didn't want to quote unquote give that up to just anyone that passed by. So when I got out of my last relationship, actually around this time last year, I remember being so um, sad, of course, at first because relationships, um, when you break up, It involves an aspect of grief, of course, and loss, which for me is very triggering. But I recall feeling so happy that I had the opportunity to get some independence back and reclaim my freedom. Now, I think being single and being in a relationship, they both are vital. There's going to be times in our life when we're not in a relationship and there's going to be times when we are. But... I feel like my society and the culture that I live in really glorifies relationships and sort of frowns upon being single, uh, at least from what I've observed. In truth, I've always been very comfortable being alone. And this is a blessing and a curse because I'm the type of person extremely introverted where I love my friends, but I could literally go months without seeing them and not it won't bother me. And I've always wondered if something was wrong with me because of this, but I've realized it's not a flaw. It's just that I am very introverted. As I said, I'm very sensitive and I'm very selective with whom I spend my time because my energy is so scarce. Um, The time and attention that I have to give to others really just eats away at my energy for whatever reason. Uh, And I think this is because I feel so connected to nature and the spirit plane around me that I always felt like even if I am alone physically, I am with others because I can sense and feel um, the spirits and mother nature around me. I've never gotten bored being alone. I am usually never bored. I can always find something to do. Now, whether or not I want to actually do it is another question, but after my relationship, I took maybe a month or two before I started dating online. And this wasn't because I wanted to get into a relationship. It was simply because I felt somewhat empty. 
And perhaps you feel that way where you're single, you're looking, nothing's working out, or maybe you just got out of a relationship and you feel a little lost. You feel empty. You don't know how you're going to take up your time now. You don't know what's going to take up that mental space, who you're going to call at night, who you're going to video chat with or hang out with during your days. And this is indeed uncomfortable, but I invite you to reframe it and look at it in the way that it is necessary. So often we create our identities based on the people that we surround ourselves with and whom, with whom we spend the most time with, that we often forget who we actually really are. So when I was single, I believe I found my current boyfriend so quickly um, because I did want to not have a relationship for a year or two before jumping into another relationship. Now, I don't feel I jumped necessarily into my relationship with Nick, but I feel I manifested it and it was drawn to me a lot quicker because I had completely released and let it go. At one point, I didn't even want to be in a relationship with Nick. And I was like, universe, what the hell? I literally said, I don't want to date anyone. I want to be by myself, doing my thing, flying solo. And you place this amazing human into my lap that I don't know what to do with them. So I thought that was really amazing because it's almost like when we don't want it, when we don't feel controlled or desperate for it anymore, when we're not letting our wish for it control how we feel, that's almost when it instantaneously manifests. So if you're a single, please take this time to work on yourself, to get to know yourself. And do I feel we can work on ourselves and date at the same time? Yes and no. Because if we use working on ourselves as an excuse to kind of keep us from feeling like shit because we are single, then we are really not doing the work. And if we take up a majority of our day swiping, messaging with people, going on dates, I think it's just a distraction and a tool of validation that we so often use to feel gratified, to get attention. So please work on yourself. And that can mean something different for everyone. Enjoy being single. Enjoy this time. Get to know you. Learn what you like. Learn what you don't like. Develop an strong connection with whatever your surroundings are, your friends, your family, learn a new skill, engage in hobbies or groups, go to therapy. God, go to therapy, please. It is amazing and helpful and extraordinary in all the best ways. Um, But remember that everything is temporary, right? I just can't wrap my head around how when I was 16, I was so convinced that I would be alone forever. So young. And so many of us fall into that trap where we've been dating for a few months and we're like, fuck, I can't find anyone. I'm literally going to die alone and be forever alone. And I was under that bracket because everyone that I was dating was toxic or destructive. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'd rather be by myself than to date someone that is unhealthy and only going to bring me down. So I want you to feel so good and empowered by this time in your life if you are single, because know that it is temporary. My girl or my guy, like if you get into the quote unquote right relationship, you will be in that shit for the rest of your life, possibly, if that's what you want. If it's a soulmate, sacred union, divine love, that shit is forever. So take this week, take this month, take this year, take this 10 years to do you, to gain such security and confidence and a knowing in who you are that no one else can fuck that shit up. Because when we place our value and our worth 
and our identity in someone else, the second that that person is removed from our lives, we don't even know who we are. We forget who we are so much so that we despair and we fall into this depression where many of us will even have suicidal thoughts because we're like, I don't even know who I am without this person. And then we're listening to these sad love songs on repeat and we're stalking their Instagram that we're like, I don't even want to live without this person. But no, you were a person before you met that person. Remember who you are. It's so important. And if you are in a relationship, there's so much beauty in that as well. We can definitely grow and flourish a lot by ourselves. But then once we get into that right, cherished relationship, that conscious relationship, we can grow together and we can develop and work on each other together but we can only attract that person once we have done the work on ourselves and remember that that work never freaking ends. I thought it ended. I thought I got there. I thought I was like, you know, who I was. And then I met Nick and everything I knew got destroyed. And I've been rebuilding that foundation of who I am. And it is coming along so beautifully because Nick makes me a better person and I'm learning who I want to be when I'm with him. But I also have boundaries where I will not see him every single day, seven days a week. I would love to see my boyfriend seven days a week all the time, but I know how important it is for me to have that self-care and that girl time and explore other interests outside of Nick because who I am when I'm with him is a different person than I am alone singularly. So in order to rest and recharge and rejuvenate and take time for myself, I do things that I enjoy alone, such as podcasting. Because when we make someone our world, we make someone our everything. Then when they leave, if they leave, when they're gone, we are left with nothing, ultimately. I think that's a quote. And that's not meant to be morbid. Um because I do believe that you can love someone with your whole heart, but at the same time, you have to create space to love yourself with your whole heart as well. Can we talk about Mercury in retrograde 2021? I mean, really, what the actual fuck? So a little backstory, growing up, someone in the spiritual community, I have heard about Mercury in retrograde, but I am not an astrologer. I'm sort of a beginner at astrology, and I honestly really do want to get more into astrology. But I'd always heard Mercury in retrograde. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? And then I learned what it meant. I swear, I'm not kidding you. I didn't keep track of when Mercury in retrograde would be because I didn't want to put it on my calendar, see it approaching, get anxious, and think, Bad shit is going to be happening from this week to this week, for this month, whatever. I didn't want to subscribe to that because I didn't want to feel powerless and helpless and say, oh, I'm a victim. It was just Mercury in retrograde. Like, I did not want to make that excuse, (laughs) but I kid you not, y'all. The week of the first week of February was such a shit show for me. Everything that could have gone wrong, everything that was going right got flipped upside down and I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then I was listening to one of my favorite teachers, Aaliyah Lovely, and she was like, yeah, all Mercury in retrograde is happening right now. And I was like, no freaking way. Of course it is. Of fucking course it is. So I looked it up and in 2021, Mercury will be in apparent retrograde motion during the following range of dates. 
January 30th to February 21st, May 29th to June 22nd, September 27th to October 23rd. So I'm going to look at my calendar right now and see that it's pretty clear that Mercury was in retrograde the last few weeks and personally how it affects me. So you can expect, and I'll get into what Mercury in retrograde means, but expect to have changes in your energy, particularly of the nervous variety. So this Mercury in retrograde, which thank God it will be ending soon, it will either zap you of your usual zest or leave you feeling lethargic, fill you with chaotic scattered energy that might have you feeling restless, unfocused, and anxious. And I can attest to this because I feel lethargic. I feel chaotic. My energy feels so fucking scattered and anxious and of the unfocused kind. So when Mercury is in retrograde, if you're unfamiliar with this astro terminology, uh, Mercury retrograde means the planet Mercury appears to stop and move backwards from its orbit. Uh, But the phenomenon is merely an optic illusion, similar to thinking that a stationary train is moving backward or forward. And this can affect relationships that, as far as romantic relationships go, Mercury retrogrades are often accompanied by blasts from the past. So the big key takeaway is that interactions, whether romantic or not, may be tenser, snippier, harder to navigate than usual during this time. And misunderstandings are likely as its impulsivity. So I can also attest to this because today I won't say which X but an X appeared out of the blue, not suspecting it. Um, So that was that. And not just romantic relationships, but friendships. My best friend and I got into like a little snippy, I don't know, conflict disagreement where we went like a week without talking. So (laughs) this shit is real. This shit is happening. And I will talk about a little bit about the beginning of February. And I feel as I'd stated in the beginning of this episode, I'm in a depressive episode. Um, and I, I'd say 50% of it is probably related to Mercury and retrograde. Uh, but the first week of February, I had a new job secured and I was supposed to start it on February like 1st or 2nd, something like that. Get a call the weekend before And they were basically, yeah, like, by the way, hey, you are not going to be working for us anymore. Sorry. Thanks for coming. Enjoy your life. Bye. And I was devastated. Uh, It honestly was one of the most devastating, like, news that I've had in a while. It really... I took a hit from that because I was not accepting it. As many of you know, my unemployment job searching story still in the works, but I've been unemployed, receiving zero income since November. And I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I was so excited when I got this job because it was a company I really supported and believed in. And the role seemed fun and the money was better than my last job. So I was excited. And as quickly as I was excited, I was disappointed. So that happened and that threw me for a loop. And then two days later, this other job, this quote unquote dream job that I'd been interviewing for, emails me to say that they went with the other candidate. Oh, but it was very, very close. Of course, you gotta add that little piece in, make it sting that much more. 
So that week really sucked because I went from being employed to having a potential job to being unemployed, like negative 10%. So it's been, it's been a struggle. And since that's happened, I've noticed a lot of behavioral and mood changes. Um, I do have bipolar depression, also known as unipolar depression, different than, uh, bipolar disorder or manic depression. But I've noticed that's been kind of creeping back in. Uh, and it's, it's kind of sucked because I've worked so hard and I've gotten to a place where I truly felt for a little while my mental health was very stable. I was doing very good mentally. And now I'm at the place where I'm considering going back on an SSRI because I feel I need a little boost. And a lot of shame comes along with that because we're conditioned to believe that our mental health is a personality flaw or characteristic like trait that is weak and it just sigh. Let's all sigh. (sighs) I wish we could... just throw that shit out the window because that is so not true. But cancer, I'm a cancer, uh, water signs, particularly very affected by mercury and retrograde. So there's that. So I've been trying to just like trudge this one out. I'm going to take until the end of mercury and retrograde and then decide where I want to go, but I know I need a change because I've been feeling so unmotivated, so lethargic, and just zero motivation to do anything other than eat and have sex with my boyfriend. (laughs) And that might, like I say that jokingly, that might sound like fun and all, but for real, I've been so hungry just eating my feelings and I do want to do an episode on emotional eating and the myths of emotional eating as someone that is recovered or quote-unquote recovering from an eating disorder long history of an eating disorder but yeah food's just been my best friend lately and I've kind of been isolating myself I haven't felt like going out um sort of shutting out everyone around me because I just feel so shitty and I just feel a little lost. I'm not going to lie. And I'm being completely transparent or I'll preach these things and sort of motivational speak to you, but just know that like, I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. This is all a journey and there's going to be highs and lows, but they're all useful. They're all very important. So I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest and see how everyone is feeling Um, Do things feel like they're just consistently not working out for you? Because I feel that way. I'm not going to lie. As much as I'm into the law of attraction and into self-help and spirituality and trusting the universe, it's been very hard for me to trust the universe lately because I feel like there was a a dangling carrot in front of my head um, and it was sort of just like the universe was teasing me, it felt like. The universe was like, oh, here's a great opportunity. Ha, psych, just kidding. Uh, So I felt fucked in the ass by the universe. Excuse my language, I'm very derogatory. I felt like the universe has been fucking me in the ass and not in a good way. So I want to know how many of you feel the same way. If any of you are going through this shit, like, it's hard. It's so easy to be happy and trust the universe and love everyone and peace and, you know, when everything's going our way. But the hardest part is when everything's 
kind of falling apart around us. We feel like the rug's been ripped from under our feet. And you just ask yourself, like, do I not deserve good things? Do I not deserve to be happy? Why is everything falling apart? And how to keep ourselves from falling apart and staying strong when the foundation around us is crumbling. So just know you are not alone, my love. We will get through this together. Um, I don't want to use Mercury in retrograde as an excuse to, you know, feel sorry for myself and be lazy, but this stuff is real. And as many women know, like, sometimes our mood really shifts throughout the month, whether we're on our cycle or menstruating, and it really can change. And we sometimes feel, like, helpless, like, I'm doing everything in my power, but I still don't feel good. So it's frustrating and it's very discouraging. And I invite you to reframe again, reframing is everything, the way you look at it. What if this time is a blessing? What if this time is opening you up to things that you need to see about yourself that have to be revealed? So please be gentle and kind with yourself. Um, Do one thing at least every single day that helps you stay focused and balanced and centered and grounded. For me, this is journaling or podcasting or listening to an audiobook. Um, I've, I was on a really good roll with working out and then I kind of stopped uh, once I went away. I went to the Poconos, but I know that my angels are with me and I would love to talk about this this week. Um, had a lot of signs from the other side, a lot of communication with the other side lately. Um, every day, almost every single day, when I look at the clock, it's 11, 11, um, in the morning or at night. And I've had some pretty freaky experiences as far as my dad goes, which I also want to touch on that this week. Um, nothing is a coincidence. It's like two, Uh, what's the word? Ironic to be a coincidence. I don't think anything is a coincidence. I think it's serendipitous. So I know that the angels are just like, come on, girl, you got to get through it. You've gone through so much shit in the past. You could get through this. So take this time to yourself to investigate yourself, sort of become a researcher about yourself and stay focused on bettering yourself. It's hard when you're not feeling motivated, you're feeling uninspired AF. If you're like me, you have little energy, but I know I contribute to that shit. I know there's a lot of stuff in my control that I'm just choosing to not change. So hopefully once I start feeling a little bit better, I will begin implementing those habits and those rituals that shift my behavior. But we can never wait until something happens to change because then it's never going to happen. We kind of have to take that power in our hands and control what we can and release what we can't. So this week I've been kind of focusing a lot on letting go of finding a job. You know, I've been beating a dead horse, running, uh, fighting upstream, running on this hamster wheel, so to speak, of trying to find a job and nothing has worked out at all. So I had to kind of sit with myself and face that and take it as a sign to let it go for now. Because clearly I'm not meant to have a job right now. Um, I'm meant to, I'm being called to rather focus on my creative talents, such as podcasting and writing. And I released my third book, which I'm so excited about. And I actually started my fourth book. I will link the uh, 
link. <laughs> I said that last time. I will link the link in the show notes if you want to check that out. But I'm just being called to sort of create more and tune into my intuition and just release um, that need to get a job. Because as I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, it's the same thing for career and employment as it is with love and dating. If we are suffocating and so desperate and seeking, 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 and nothing's working out, it is a sign from the universe to take a step back and just surrender and let it be. So I said, you know what, Lauren? The right job will find you when it's time. When you feel inspired and intuitively guided to do so, that's when you can start looking for jobs again. But no more trying to force and control shit and push it to happen because the universe knows best. I will repeat that, my friend. The universe always knows best. So we gotta let that shit go and just roll with the punches. And while you're at it, please don't forget to breathe. And I'm going to end this here. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you so much light, so much love, and so much courage from me to you. It takes bravery to walk this walk. So hold my hand and we will walk it together. Have a wicked day.